What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Crimson Gaming Corner Reacts, your one-stop shop for everything gaming happening here at the University of Utah. I am your host, Jackson Day, and today I am joined by Ronnie for the Hello. eighth episode of Last of Us Reactions, and then later in the episode, we'll have a conversation with Kennedy about the ninth episode and then our overall reactions to the series. Um, so real quick, just a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure to check out our uh, website. We've got a lot of cool stuff going on. You've done the Kerbal Space Program Early Access Review. I just posted my review for Destiny 2 Lightfall, and then we'll have a corresponding uh, CGC episode about that. Um, make sure to like, share, give us a rating, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore GeekWave and TikTok at the GeekWave uh, to just stay up to date with everything we're doing. Um, and we also have Wishful Thinking Creed 3 coming out soon. Uh, very excited yeah. to talk about that. And big announcement also, we have the Union Bash, uh, which is where all of UCAS is going to take over the Union and we'll have food trucks, we'll have live music, we'll have a whole Smash Bros. and Mario Kart tournament. Um, it will be March 24th. Uh, that's going to be at 7 p.m. So make sure to head over there. You get to meet us in person and chat with us. Um, it's going to be a huge blast. So make sure you guys head over for that. Yes, please come and say hi. We'll be so excited to meet so you. Excited. We'll be there the whole time. Yeah. I'd love to hear from the fans. <laughs> <laughs> to get all of that out of the way, what did you think? of the Windsor section. Uh, I don't remember the name. Um, it's called When We Are In Need. We Are In Need, yep. Um, and I'm going to do the reversal again because okay. I know you're very excited about this episode, so I'm curious about what you think. About yeah. So. I So this is funny because I was like, guys, you don't or, you know, talk to my family. I'm like, guys, this is my favorite section of the game. And my mom was like, you've said that about every single episode. <laughs> like, great point. Yeah. <laughs> but legitimately, this is my favorite part of the whole game the winter section i feel like they nailed it like i really enjoyed the changes that they made in terms of david's character and mm -hmm. david and ellie's relationship being expanded upon more uh troy baker being in it was really cool to see and he nailed it um and then also just seeing like this was bella's episode if any for like sure if anyone i don't think we've doubted for a little bit now i think episode one and two we were like she she's doing it i am like she is Ellie. She nailed that performance. And yeah. I don't know if you know this. I figured this out afterwards. Bella actually recorded her walking out from the cabin uh, and finding Joel. She recorded that before actually killing before? David. That's interesting. I found that interesting. I'm also like, Bella, she's incredible. For sure. I Give her the Emmys. <laughs> yeah, literally. I have in my notes, Bella fucking Ramsey, this is Ellie. Yeah. This like you said, is her episode. And this episode was excellent. I think this episode does better than the game does in a lot of different ways uh, that we can get into. But I was just, from start to finish, I was riveted. Um, I ended up liking it more than episode seven, which teared on my face, mm -hmm. but you know, it's whatever. This is, this is when shit gets real. This is when stuff happens. This is when Joel and Ellie's relationship is cemented, truly. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought it was it was it was pretty good. And here we see at the beginning, Ellie taking care of Joel, um, which I loved. Yeah, yeah, the reversal of that type of relationship, and she's using everything that he's taught her over the past few months. And you know, we see the capable Ellie that we'll see later down the line coming into fruition, which I thought was was pretty well done. Yeah, for sure. I 
really enjoyed being able to see just their dynamics of like being, you know, we kind of got teased about this in the last episode, episode seven, Mm -hmm. where she comes back and he's crying and they like, you know, they need each other. And then in the beginning of this episode, seeing them care for each other was really, really cool. And I love just seeing every time Pedro and Bella are on screen, Mm -hmm. it's just the best chemistry ever. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, So I want to talk about David because Mm -hmm. they make a a lot of changes about David here that I think are really smart. Okay. You Um, liked him? Well, he's kind of a shitball, but... (laughs) He's an amazing character, we'll say that. Yeah. um, I... What they did with the... Okay, let me back up. I like that they showed in the beginning of the episode how his cult works, right? Mm. In the games, we get kind of alluded to that he's like in a cult type situation, right. like a and town he's kind that, of in charge of it. Yeah, all that and... you know relies on him. And then we see that he here is a preacher. I say this in quotation marks because later down the line we figure out his true intentions. But Which I, mm, so yeah, excited. yeah. But I did like how right from the get go we see that this is a person that seems okay on the outside at least at first but there's something very rotten on the inside mm-hmm. of him and you know when he's talking to that uh, girl who's crying because her dad has died um and uh, she's eating her dad which oh is like, my shit. god this that was such a cool <laughs> moment because people who play the game are sitting there and we're like that that shit's not venison bro <laughs> that that's not venison and then thinking about you know People who then figure out the whole story, and they're thinking back, and they're like, oh, she was eating her dad, bro. Yeah, no, I had to explain that to uh, my sister. I was like, she was like, I feel like David wasn't as evil here. And I was like, he was literally eating this girl's dad in front of her, looking into her eyes. And like, he had like the big helping, right? Yeah, he, he, whatever, whatever he had was way better than there was. There's another thing of like, the whole social status mm-hmm. of the cult, basically, right? How not only he does take over that leadership position, mm-hmm. but he's also heavily rewarded for that. You can kind of see. Yeah, it's like that. Um, I forget what cult leaders like. You know, the cult of personality or something like that. I forget the term for it. But like, why do why do people follow a person like this? Right? We see him. You know, a. Uh, physically assault that um, that uh, girl who's crying um, in front of everybody, and even her mom doesn't do anything, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess he kind of explains it later, but, you know, he's the only thing that's, you know, keeping them going, not just physically with, you know, the food that they get. <laughs> um, but, but mentally and spiritually. Mentally, yeah, and spiritually yeah. um, with um, his preacher status. So I, I like that they delve deeper into, you know, him as a character and then later we find out when he's talking to Ellie when they meet him. I mean, when she meets him, right? Um, in the cage or just in the um, and just outside. oh, when they first meet, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that you know, me knowing what David will do and what he's like, him mentioning that he's a school teacher for you know kids that are Ellie's age, I'm like, oof, mm-hmm. that's a big yikes. And he's a preacher, and which I loved how they did that. Of like, yeah, let's be honest here. I don't really necessarily believe all this. But mm. it's what it's how he uses it to then take advantage of the cult mates yeah. or cult cultists, whatever. Um, I liked how he pretty much. I don't. He didn't explain it then, mm-hmm. but he explained it later. Yeah. But when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, that's low key brilliant." It makes me love slash hate his character even more. <laughs> yeah, and um, 
you know, the actor that they chose for him, I wasn't sure about. But I think, although he wasn't like the David necessarily in the games, he had a bit more... There's a bit more something understated about his performance that I liked that I feel made David a little bit more creepier and scarier. Mm-hmm. Um, and just from the, the simple fact that from him meeting Ellie from that first time, he is already trying to manipulate her immediately. Yeah. He's like, you know, what can I do for you, right? And how do I get you on my team, right? And he's basically breaking down to Ellie and he's like, yeah, well, I knew this entire time that you were who I was looking for. But the fact that he played her that whole time kind of sets up who he is. Right. Mm -hmm. And I actually have a note here. um, You know, they cut the uh, whole infected thing uh, where they fight the infected uh, together. Yeah. What do you think about that? I expected them to cut that. Um, On one hand, it was like, all right, Dave, David. From the game perspective, you know, playing through that, you're like, all right, David seems a little bit more, like, he's willing to protect me, you know, mm-hmm. um, which lends into that. I don't feel like they need needed that because, I mean, obviously just another combat scenario, I think most importantly, but also I feel like they were able to hit David's character pretty well already that it wasn't necessarily needed from my perspective. Yeah, I do agree somewhat, but I do think that the action scene with them together really made, at least when we were playing it, right, before we knew who he was, be like, yeah, this is a guy that I can trust. If they would have had something where, like, it's just a few a few infected, where, like, you know, he saves Ellie's life, and, like, you know, we see that change within Ellie. He's like, maybe I can trust this guy, because I feel like here... Ellie was always on guard. She never, you know, trusted him. Mm-hmm. And then in the game, that made that conversation after, which they have the fire of him, like, unraveling his true intentions way more, you know, profound. And you can see that change in Ellie. It's like, I let my guard down, hmm. but this guy is evil, right? But we never get that in the show, which I kind of I kind of missed. Yeah. I, I guess for me, it is just... She kind of... Hmm. This is tough, yeah. <laughs> I feel like David is really good at manipulating her already, especially with the fact like he's telling her her life, his life story mm-hmm. of I'm a school teacher and like kind of breaking her down that way. And then especially that whole interaction where um, Troy Baker's character, who I'm blanking on his name, comes up oh, and he's geez. like, hey, yeah, James, lower the gun. You're fine. Like he seems, based off of just the performance, he seems to be a little bit more manipulation and also kind of calm, right? And I think one thing you said is like there's something understated about this David. Yeah. He's well put and he's he's well kept uh together, right? Whereas the other David in the game, he definitely looks creepy. Yeah. And like maybe it's just because over time like you meet him and you're like, "Oh, he's definitely been worn down by the apocalypse." This is a newer this is almost a younger version of David mm-hmm. and he hasn't been broken down completely. I think they've only said that this is like their first winter. Like in, a second winter. Yeah, or first like or that. second winter. Um, and he is more willing. I feel like with the other David, he was kind of tired almost. And maybe this is just my interpretation of no, it. I agree. Um, yeah. Whereas this one, he's just getting started. Yeah, you can definitely see it like from the game. He w- You can look at him and be like, that guy's unhinged. Here, he seems like a normal dude, which I think was the right choice. Yeah. It really lends into his character of like, 
he's a, he is a normal dude. This is the apocalypse. Everyone has to go to great lengths in order to survive. Maybe not David's lengths, yeah. um, but he at least has convinced himself and James and it looks like a couple other people that what they are doing is right and is necessary. Yeah. It really adds to that. And also it adds to his like whole leadership thing because now he has almost he has a couple ways to uh hold I guess his cultists, right? Or yeah. like his um I don't even know what to really say. Followers? Followers. Yeah, his followers, I guess. Um he just has so many ways and he has so much power. Yeah. It's really, really great. I think what makes it even more sinister is I think that they all knew that they were eating people. There's no way they all didn't know. It's hard because the camera work, it's definitely like they they look way too heavily at that food. Yeah. Um and so from the even my sister was like, Wait, are they are they eating what are they eating? And I was like, Medicine. Of course. I'm like, really? <laughs> that doesn't look very good. Like, um, the first, if you didn't know that they were eating people, my roommate didn't figure out until we saw the ear. But mm-hmm. the first hint at it was not, like, I guess the venison part, but, you know, like, yeah, okay. So they're like, well, we're eating venison. And then they bring in the deer. The deer? After. I loved that, that because wasn't. immediately <laughs> it's like, Wait, but they just said that they're eating venison. And so, I, you know, was like, oh, they must have had a deer before because I don't want to break yeah, the Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think it makes that reveal, like, you know. But, yeah, I, the, and the whole, like, the scene where they're eating the father and it's just all, like, the plate scrapes, like, over the plates mm-hmm. and they're just eating it up. And I'm like, this is really disturbing. Very. And it's just through sound design and, like, you know, just showing the the fuck, the fucking meat and the, yeah. and the bowls. It's just like this is. We see in Jackson how good it can be, right, mm-hmm. to survive in the apocalypse, and this is the exact opposite. I very loved worst version how they showed more of Jackson because then it, it hits. It makes this civilization hit more, right? Yeah. Because coming upon it, I had a lot. Or my family was like, "Wait, is this like a civilization like Jackson? Like in a way, but it's definitely not as developed." And it is so important because it is a leadership-based thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have Tommy and... hmm, Maria. Maria, (laughs) thank you. Uh, Tommy and Maria, who are kind of the leaders and they're comforting and they're very dedicated to keeping the civilization together through communism. Yeah, but but it is a commune. (laughs) It is a commune, right, right. Um, Just having that versus David very very set on power and holding his followers in order and like the lengths that he's willing to do is crazy. Yeah, it's basically a dictatorship at that point. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoyed the conversation with Ellie no and David the Cage. That, yeah. um, they changed a lot from the game, which I liked, and this is way better. I like the line that David says. He's like, you have a violent heart, and I can tell because I have a violent heart. And in a way, that connects those two in a very complicated way yeah. because you know he's right Ellie is not okay Ellie is a good person I will always stand behind Ellie she is mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. best person I can't right? wait for part two <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get into it I will always defend her um, but you know she, at her core she's violent and we see come from episode seven good writing we see that she does always respond to situations with violence mm-hmm. and so and i think she knows that because the look on bill ramsey's face when he says that it's like it oh, hit shit. hard for her and she yeah. was like oh he's got me like pinned down basically yeah and he deconstructs ellie in that moment and that's i feel like that's the moment where she's like i wouldn't have to kill this dude to get out of here to save my life because at that point 
up to that point, I don't think it was it was real for her. But like at that point, she's like, yeah, this dude is crazy. Mm-hmm. And it leads into her biting or biting his finger because mm-hmm. him like deconstructing her puts her in this place of like fight or flight, right? Yeah. And she's willing to do, like, you can kind of see she's willing to do anything, including, like, getting up close and personal with a cannibal, like, a. I could use a lot of words to describe him. Yeah. But David, like, getting up and close and then eventually breaking his finger and doing, I keep saying biting, but he, she just breaks the finger. Yeah. yeah, From her breaking the finger and then grabbing the keys and all that, it's definitely at a point where she's just, like desperate you know yeah and willing to fight and willing to use the violent heart yeah and she's willing to you know she has she's using her wits at that point right at least smart um mm-hmm. which we can like is uh ties into later when she bites him on the table she's like i'm infected ah, but I you know she knows how to and i guess it's because of joel but i feel like it's just a core character trait of ellie she will fight as hard as she can to survive. And at that point, she's like, this is what I Yeah, I think you mentioned that in episode seven. Joel and Ellie are fighters. They are willing, and that's what connects them together. They are willing to do anything to survive and to protect each other uh, and themselves. Um, But yeah, they are just, she's just a fighter. Did you see the uh, comparison between uh, her like in the cage and to Ellie part, and Ellie, uh, Ellie in part two, like side by side? I'll show you. It was pretty cool. Cool, I'm excited. I was like, that looks just like Ellie from part two. That's good because I don't want to, you know, maybe we'll save this conversation. Just mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how Bella does in part two. Um, one of the things that I do want to touch on uh, before we kind of hop into episode nine discussion is the whole altercation with, I mean, obviously there's a lot that we could touch on. Joel and the torture scene was done really well. I, I feel like Joel was done really well because... <laughs> It was always that kind of like you kind of had to suspend some disbelief in the game of like, yeah, he just got fully stabbed through the chest. In this, it is a fight, and he is using everything in his power to stab this one guy and torture, and he's struggling the whole time because yeah. of his wound. And I liked how they used that to also kind of humanize Joel a little bit more instead of just a video game protagonist that's mowing down people left and right. Yeah, And then also leading into the ending scene. Yeah, we'll, we, we see with that, Joel will do anything to get to Ellie. Which is such a, it's so, I feel like in this, because the violence is toned down in the show, mm-hmm. this is our first moment of really seeing Joel doing something very violent and very intense. And we've gotten many hints. This is like, my dad was like, I guess we have gotten a lot of hints at him being super violent. And I'm like, yeah, this is the first time that we've really seen that. Yeah, when the chips are down, Joel's not a good guy. Um, and, you know, they obviously deserved it. They're fucking, like, cannibal, like, torturers. But, you know. Right, like, yeah. Still, we really... see that that other side of him, right, in that moment. And, um, yeah, to, I guess, kind of get to the end of it. Ah, there's so much. It seems I know. Like. But um, Ellie versus David at the end was done so well. And, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about because I don't want to, you know, glorify that type of situation. Right. But it is an important character moment for Ellie in the game, and it's an important character moment for her here because, you know, this is the first time, not that she's killed someone, but that she's had to kill someone that's really, really bad that, you know, is... I mean, not just kill, I'd say, but, like, I don't know, kill with a capital K. Like, yeah. just gory, gory violence, which is really important for her character because this is yeah. the first time that we see her do something like this. And 
it really sets up the next episode really well. Yeah. And just Bella kills it in yeah, this. No. Like it is so hard to rewatch that scene because of her acting, not in a bad way, yeah. of course, but like she's just screaming and I I'm I'd almost wanna like interview her and be like, What what mental place did you have to get? Right. To be able to pull that. That was incredible. Yeah, no, I that was the moment I was like, this is Ellie, right? And, you know, I had seen this scene a bunch of times in the games, but at this point, I don't know if it was like seeing real people or what, or just her performance, but it probably makes it both. But she really brought it, and I got chills, and I was like, mm-hmm. Ellie, you need to get the fuck out of there. And I was like, I already know what's going to happen, but like, this is fucking serious. And even before that moment, where this is not in the games, where David's talking about, you know, you know, I did change my mind. You do need a father, and I'm going to teach you. And it's like, and that look on Bella Ramsey's face when she has the knife, and she's like, like, I, mm. and I, I do like um, what No Druxman says about it. He's like, Ellie, at the end of the day, can only save herself. And this is that moment where we see that it's, it's true. Mm-hmm. And I do like that in the moment, Joel doesn't come into the room like the game. I loved that. Yeah. That was, it was so funny because I had to think back. I'm like, wait, this isn't how it ended in the game and I, I actually had to look up like that whole kind of chapter to remind myself mm-hmm. um but having her kind of sit with it and then her like walk out and the whole altercation between her and Joel where she's immediately in fight mode yeah already like adrenaline spiked um not thinking clearly at all and almost delirious in a way but then her just complete demeanor when she like actually is able to recognize that it's Joel yeah is incredible and then i mean of course the baby girl line which tore us apart in 23rd or whenever we played Around it that time <laughs> i loved it was trending like most of the week last yeah, week was, i'm like it was, it was. yeah i'm glad you guys are like yeah th- like in that moment i'm like they they fucking did it like this is this is it and you know for people that were missing the action from part not part five from episode five like this episode was intense from beginning to end and we see a point in Ellie's life, or an, an event in Ellie's life that changes her forever. She's never the same after this. Mm-hmm. And that comes across in Bella's acting after the fact. But also, you know, going into episode nine where, you know, we'll never get that Ellie back. Her innocence is gone because mm-hmm. of David, who's a monster. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. I think we'll leave this into part nine. So yeah. uh, we'll wait till Kennedy gets here and continue it on from there with the magical world of editing. Yeah, but. 10 out of 10 for episode 10 8. 10 out of 10. I, yeah. I'm i amazed at how well they were able to pull that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Favorite part of my... Favorite... My favorite part of the game handled perfectly, unlike Left Behind. Not yeah. to rub in your face. <laughs> so sad. And we are back with CGC Reacts. Um, this time we're going to be talking about episode 9, and we have Kennedy here with us. Yay! Um, <laughs> they probably heard me and Ronnie talk enough about episode 8, so I'm curious what are your thoughts of episode nine specifically, and then we'll talk about our overall feelings on the season afterwards. Okay. Um, I don't want to get right into the the, the whole meat part. final <laughs> decision, but um, so I guess like from the beginning, I wanted to ask you guys about uh, Marlene. We get this flashback with Marlene and um, Ellie's mom, Anna. Is that her mm-hmm. name? Yep. And so like, because I didn't play the game, are they... Because some people are saying in the show it's more implied that they could be romantic with each other, and then some it's just friends. And, and so what? I just wanted to know. Romantically involved. Yeah. With Anna and Marlene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. I've okay. heard. I've heard some people like. 
So in the game, it's implied that they were friends before. Okay. We don't see that flashback at all. Okay. Um, and here, it seems that it's implied that they were childhood friends from, you know, when they were, like, little. And so they've been through the apocalypse together. Right, yeah. So I don't know. I could... I don't know. Yeah, because some people are just saying like it's kind of up in the air. So yeah, I like the I like that idea. Yeah, um, but uh, that whole beginning section. So with Ashley fucking Johnson, <laughs> that's the original LA. I, I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, I don't know if you've heard about this because this has kind of been a developing story. Um, that was supposed to be like another game that was coming out, and we actually have concept art of this. And the group that I follow a lot, kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil broke this on their show and was like, yeah, it was supposed to be another game. In fact, Greg Miller, who's like old IGN now, uh, founder of Kind of Funny, was like, yeah, Greg Miller introduced me to the studio and we actually got pretty far in development before it got canned. So huh. <laughs> there's like something out there of yeah. a pre- like a prequel game of The Last of Us all about Anna and her story. And I love that he was able to tell that. Craig Mazin was very like, no, we have to tell the story. And mm. I really appreciated it. Yeah, no, I, I heard it was a DLC, but that's awesome, awesome actually. Something like that. Um, <laughs> and I th- this flashback is so important because it sets up the relationship between Marlene and Anna, which makes Marlene's decision way more confusing, but I guess we'll go to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about that. Yeah, and then also, this is new. We find out why Ellie is immune. Yeah. So oh, that not, my, is that not a no, thing in the yeah. game? Oh. So my dad had to give me a little, real quick science lesson, but that's how vaccines were made back in the day, of you mix a little bit of the sickness with younger infants and have them grow up with it. I was like, oh, that's fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 new. Um, and I thought it was really well done because it's like, did she cut Did she cut the umbilical cord before? And I'm, I had to go back. And I was like, did oh, she? Oh, no, she, she was definitely it. lying. Yeah, and she lied. Marlene knew that. That was what I loved. Yeah. Was Marlene was like, really? And she's like, no, shut the fuck up. It was before. I don't want, like, mm-hmm. you can't kill Ellie right now. <laughs> like, Which makes her decision not to raise her, which I thought that's what she should have done. Even, like, more I think like, Marlene believable. just couldn't handle it. At this yeah. point, she was still, she was going to be the leader of the Fireflies. And I think for her her own sake of not wanting to have a kid this close to violence mm. and also she might, that might turn into an infected baby possibly mm. yeah. <laughs> another really about. acrobatic yeah. <laughs> toddler yeah um yeah i i really enjoyed it and just hearing at ashley's voice it, it was just like it sounded just like ellie and i was like <laughs> this is so weird so weird <laughs> yeah i love that whole thing of like now ashley johnson the original actress is kind of giving over the rate like it, it, I don't know. It's the symbolicness of it. It was really cool mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. It was really weird hearing her talk. I'm like, oh, that's El- No, it's not Ellie. <laughs> then, yeah. Just little grunts. I was like. That like sounded like, I can't even yeah. say whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I thought it was a really good cold open. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought so, too. Um, And here we see Ellie. A little bit changed, a little bit less talkative. Just a little bit. Yeah. and uh, Which juxtaposed with, this is something that uh, I don't remember where I heard, beginning of the season, it was Elle very talkative, Ellie, and Joel being more quiet. Mm -hmm. And now it's completely reversed. Yeah. Ellie has now been through some shit, and Joel still wants to have these moments with her and is a lot more talkative despite her just kind of sitting with that ptsd almost yeah and uh we see him trying to like you know i can uh you want some canned oh, yeah. <laughs> i can teach you guitar yeah which yeah, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um is really important uh and you know i i like seeing joel happy we this is 
I feel like this episode is a really yeah. good... Yeah, we've, we've waited a long time for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really good character development for Joel and, like, you know, him being at peace, but also not at the end, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, we see that when we get the draft, a little bit after the draft sequence, which I loved that whole... That was done pretty much one-to-one with the game. Um Really like to see the draft was real, by the way, which was funny. Really? Oh, I actually. It was I a funny conversation because everyone was like, "Oh wow, CGI has gotten really bad. That draft doesn't look good." No, it, it, it was, was real. real. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's just looking to be a critic about something. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's interesting. because no. <laughs> the giraffe in the wide shots is actually CGI. Really? But in the close-up oh, shots where they have okay. his face, oh, and his tongue sense. coming out, it's real. So yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to me. Yeah, I love that. That was pretty much one-to-one with the game. And it just, it hits so hard because after that is when Ellie kind of opens up, you know? And she's kind of seen more of the beauty that the world has to offer. And I think it, just that little sequence gets her a little bit more reinvigorated for their journey to the hospital. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the draft scene? Um, I can't remember much of the dialogue, to be honest, but I do know that. Um, can you remind me what they specifically? What is it? What do they talk about when they're? When they're kind of yeah, after with the, that with the giraffe, like oh, in that moment, giraffe. don't they say a few lines that? He's like, she, I was like, don't don't scare it, and he's like, I won't, and then she's just laughing. Okay, so it's yeah, just it's, it's just, just, like just a cute, cute moment. moment. Yeah, yeah. The dialogue is really important after that when they okay. kind of look out over. Which I couldn't remember yeah. when it happened. Um, yeah, it was a really sweet moment. And I, I was actually still surprised. <laughs> and um, uh, my roommate who, you know those stickers I gave out? Mm-hmm. There's one with the draft. And I was like, mm, yeah. interesting. Mm, but um, but I was still surprised when it happened. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the draft. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. um, I did think that that was really cool. And the fact that it's in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I mean, cameo. come on. Like, that's cool. Which is interesting. In the game, the Salt Lake City Temple is like, pretty prominent because that's one of the bigger things they like based off of where that area kind of is in real life they completely cg at the temple which is something i'm like interesting but also the lds church doesn't have very good relationship with lgbtq so i'm happy that they didn't do that yeah as an ex-mormon and that whole yeah fucking situation um but that whole scene of them being up there was also really done and a little bit i don't remember if it was a little bit changed I feel like it was still pretty one-to-one, right? With the conversation after? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Okay. I wanted to say about that. So that conversation is a little bit changed from the game. Okay, Ellie says a, a bit more stuff, but it's kind of the same. Um, we see where Joel is at in this in this um, you know, in this moment, and then we see where Ellie's at, which mm-hmm. I think is really important. Because Joel is like, I, I have you. This mm-hmm. is all I need. Let's just go back. Yeah. Like, and we see that Ellie traumatized after last episode and before even before that all the loss she's endured in her life is like if i don't do this right now then my life is basically for nothing right and i like the line that they added it's not in the game where she's like after this i'll follow you anywhere you oh, go yeah that was the line yeah because i remember there was one line that they changed and it hit me really hard and that was it yeah and it's like this is this is it for ellie she thinks that this is her purpose and if she doesn't do this it's it's nothing and that kind of leads into Joel's choice into later that he completely rips that away from her he gives her no agency in that situation which you know um, so <laughs> notes about this. Yes, I yeah, agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. So I should we just get um, into this? I think yeah. we have to. Okay. We can't, we can't delay it, it anymore. I do want to talk about how they did it from a film perspective, but I, you know, I'll just go about it right now. How did you like how they did it? 
from compared to the game. Just, well. just yeah, just like the whole shooting at like the whole kind of killing montage, basically. Um, I thought that it didn't hit as well. Yeah, that's because, my thing. Um, in the game, Joel, fucking terrorizes the shit out of the hospital. We're it, talking like goes up three floors and at least from a gameplay perspective, it is easily the most one of the most intense mm-hmm. sections I've ever been through, especially playing it on grounded. Um I maybe this is just my own headcanon, but going into this, I was expecting like they've toned down the violence from the game. This is the moment where they're gonna go heavy into it. And they mm-hmm. definitely do, but not to what I was expecting. Yeah. And I was also expecting like basically 15 minutes or probably not that much but like a 10 minute single shot he's just walking through and that's when I thought we would also get a decent amount of um, easter eggs to the game Mm -hmm. that we would have a couple similar shots to the game not one to one obviously but then when it was just a montage I was a little like oh yeah okay I hate what they did but also I like what they did because it the music choice and the sound effects it's just like the, the violence doesn't matter Joel we see we saw him be violent last episode, but you know, he almost seems a little delirious too. Which yeah, is, which kind of helps with the montage. Yeah, and here it's like he has one singular purpose: get Ellie the hell out of here. And it doesn't matter about the fireflies. We get some shots of like the fireflies are dead, which is in the game, um, but you know, they don't matter in this moment to him. It's only Ellie, and I like that we see his boots that he's going through. It's like he's like a one man machine. He's like. He he murders like what 20, 30 people, right? And yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think maybe we'd need to see that violence, but I do miss okay. that a little bit. What do you think? I mean, I don't have the game to compare it to. Um, so you know, going in blind, just seeing it, I thought it was well done. It was it was quick paced, it got what it needed to get done without um that's something I actually kinda like about the show is that they're very um intentional with when they show violence and how much because there's a lot mm-hmm. they can get across without showing an unnecessary amount um so i don't know i thought it was good i i guess um maybe i should go and watch the clip of the game now that i've seen that episode it's well, like, it's like um to see like if it's if it's if i like it better but i i thought it was good i thought mm-hmm. it, i thought it was um um and back to what you were saying, I think it does kind of match what he's thinking, too, mm-hmm. because he's not feeling it, like yeah. the violence. He's not, like, sitting with it as it's happening. It's, like, just – it's just a um, a means to an end, so it makes sense that it's kind of quick. Yeah, and Pedro Pascal, man, he – and the, I feel like last episode was Ellie's episode, but this ep- episode is also Ellie's episode, but here, Pedro Pascal does some really – first half is definitely Ellie's episode. Yeah. And then after the knockout, which – also, just bring out the puns one last time. I was like, very cute. <laughs> it's sweet that he asked. He asked yeah. Martin, you know yeah. I mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I also wanted to bring up uh, in the game the mm-hmm. kind of scene in the <clears throat> kind of hospital area is that Ellie held on to a picture of him and Sarah and gave it to him, and it was a whole conversation there. In this, he just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was going to commit suicide after Sarah. Yeah. And that... I love that change because it humanizes him more. And I feel like that's something that we keep coming back to with this show is it does a good job of humanizing Joel a lot more and kind of making him out to not just be a hardened survivor, I guess, and he still has shit that he's been through. Yeah, and um, I uh, I think up to that point, Joel's been trying to get through to Ellie. I think the only thing that got through to her was the drafts because, you know, 
he knows that you know she's she's not she's not okay and he feels like the only way to get through to her is to open up himself emotionally to her which works which so. and i also love it's not them saying i love you it's not like that's not who they are it's him saying or you know it's not time time didn't heal my wound right that's mm-hmm. basically all he says and she just goes i'm glad that you missed the shot basically yeah and that's all they really need i don't know i love that Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting is Ellie's reaction to him saying that she is the reason that he can live on. And I think you see, like, the weight of that on her face. It's like, this guy cares so much about me, but... She's realizing that it's both ways. Because she's yeah. obviously she obviously cares a lot for Joel in this moment. And I think him kind of lowering the walls a little bit and showing a similar compassion for her hit her really hard. And Bella showcased that perfectly. Yeah, which makes later. I want to hear what you think about everything that happens okay. know, before <laughs> I go. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, I guess should we just talk about like what we think of his decision? Just sure. As, okay. Let's so, get into okay. it. This is going to be All a right. great All conversation. Right. <laughs> a lot of morality. So I think up to the point of meeting Marlene in the garage, I think you know what, what's going to happen is going to happen. And I actually kind of support him. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it was a lot of, he killed a lot of people, obviously. And it's not okay. But <laughs> but um, with the characters we're attached to, um, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, now we get to that point, And then I think it's a mistake because of hmm. what you said earlier. Because I, he takes away Ellie's choice. And for me, it brought back to the moment at, earlier in the episode when he says exactly that, where he's like, um, I, you know, I was going to kill myself after Sarah died and it wasn't time that healed the wound, you know, essentially like you're the reason I'm alive. Yeah. And after saying that and then, and then completely like taking away her autonomy and this like crazy decision about her own life, just to me was like, it's complicated. I think that there's love mixed in it, but I don't think that's love. I think that's self-preservation because mm-hmm. he needs her to live. And, and if he really if he really was and it's of course it's looking out of it of i haven't been through this there you know adrenaline's <laughs> sure. pumping like, yeah. i get yeah. it like he's not making uh great decisions but um you know he's just being really rash and he just is not letting her it's not coming from a a place of um you know i love her i want her to decide what she wants to do with her life because also throughout the show definitely um we could totally tell like this is her life's purpose it was uh, i think pretty much since sam probably before that too yeah but i think Riley sam really solidified it and um and so like it's just her whole purpose because you know joel needs ellie to have something to fight for well so does ellie so anyway that's what i thought yeah his um his decision is selfish, and I love Joel. Um, I really mm-hmm. do. And you know, season two will have a bunch more to do with him. But I think that I understand his choice. And you know, like you said, I, I shit. <laughs> Fuck the Fireflies. They are so incompetent, and thing. I will go into so many ways they could have. Because it's their fault too, right? <laughs> they didn't. They, they never gave her the choice. And Marlene tries to turn it back around to Joel. He's like. You that never gave her a choice, thing. but Marlene, you never <laughs> gave her a choice either. So that's the thing. It's like both sides, like like end goal, can mm-hmm. be argued if they're good or bad. Yeah. But what they both do wrong is that they both were like, we're just going to do whatever <laughs> we want with this child, and that's it. Right. And it's like, you know, at this point, Joel can't lose Ellie because he just can't, right? 
And I think that their conversation is interesting. Marlene and Joel's, their last one, is, um, you know, she's like, you can't save her. Things will happen to her. And we've seen throughout the season that things do happen to them. Every single episode, it's like, hell. Every single person they've come across. Yeah, it's like, horrible. Um, But, you know, Joel at that moment is like, you know, tying back into the themes we've seen early seasons, like, I'm going to fight to be with her every single second, like, as, as humanly possible. And if that means... Killing 30 people, killing you, Marlene. I hate Marlene. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> really? I can I, tell. She, okay. Well, she, she's okay. But, you know, I think that the Fireflies, the reason that Ellie is immune is because she got kind of introduced to the cordyceps when she mm-hmm. was a baby. Why did they not try to, you So know, this was my thing, and my dad approached, he's a biomedical mm-hmm. um he, he works in the biomedical field. So he does a lot of tests and stuff. He's like, this is not how doctors decide things. It seems very rushed and sure it does. And he was like, I, I do I do feel like it kind of works out though because this doctor is like, oh my gosh, this is the solution. We got to figure this away. We got to do this now. We got to get the immunity out now. Mm-hmm. And the science doesn't make sense in terms of the actual um, vaccine stuff. They never said vaccine here. Uh, yeah, they said they cure, which is a the point. key for the game. And I think they kind of responded to the criticisms of, no, I, oh. I think because you can't make a vaccine against oh, that's what it was. infections, yeah. right? And okay. here it's like, no, but we can cure it instead, which I thought was okay. Which brings up another whole point of this is do they really have, this is a common thing with the game, is like, do they really have the infrastructure to actually spread out this cure? And I feel like even if they did, even if everything worked out, it's a, I don't know. The whole it's approach the with the doctor and the fireflies and how quickly they approach this and how almost like they didn't really think about it almost. And it makes, I feel like this is really hit hard with the show. It almost makes them just as bad as Joel, which I'm excited to see in uh, season two stuff. Yeah, the Fireflies are in a position where every single zone we've seen, well, it's touched on more in the games, but the Fireflies are losing in every zone that they're in, mm-hmm. right? They're, they have their backs against the wall, Fedra is taking them out. And I feel like if the Fireflies were to get a hold of a cure for mankind, they would use that so badly. They would use it to, you <laughs> That's know. That's a great point. Use power over people. Be like, you have to do yeah. this for me to yeah, do that. Yeah, and, makes you know. sense. And it is kind of reckless. Like, when they're going and they're doing this surgery, I'm thinking, I'm like, that's kind of your one shot. If you mess it up, that's it. <laughs> that's you know my, that I mean? was my dad's There's thing. No, like, you yes. found the one cure, yes. and you're immediately going to kill her off. Yes. How does that make any sense? No, exactly, because you don't know. Well, even just basic, like, like procedure rules mm-hmm. like you know you don't know if she needs like i don't know you don't jerry know if she's knows. gonna die jerry. before you even get it for sure <laughs> jerry's got it um, jerry's got it i will say i i love uh, not to do too much boys i okay. love abby <laughs> jerry man i i get what jerry means to abby jerry can jerry's the doctor that jerry's um, the doctor yeah um but at the end of the day, I think Joel's decision was wrong, but I support him. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's like yeah. it's like I can't say it's right. Yeah. I don't condone I don't condone murder. <laughs> it's but it's, um it's interesting to see yeah. how many parents also are like, oh yeah, nah, Joel, Joel did the right like yeah. sure he didn't yeah. do the right thing, yeah. but me as a parent, fuck everybody else. Especially <laughs> yeah. in a apocalypse sort yeah. of scenario where it's like, look, everything's already gone to shit. If mm-hmm. I can just protect the one mm-hmm. person that matters the most to me. I'd also like to say, uh Marlene. 
<laughs> she she underestimates Joel way too much. Yeah. And she's like, well, it, it's almost like, and she doesn't even, like, when she's talking to him, she's like, I know what you're capable of. You're the best of the best, and, all these things. Yeah. And also, I know I'm taking away the only thing <laughs> precious to you in this life. But no handcuffs. We're going to send you out with two dudes. <laughs> you know? Which was one. Yeah. 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 Bill like and Bob, who I think will do a good job of yeah. escorting you out of the building. And then once you're out in the building, like, they're just like, yeah. Just, yeah, like, he's you're not gonna definitely going to come back home. in. Yeah. <laughs> He's just going to pack it up and go back home. I was like, that's kind of, so that's stupid. kind of your own fault. And like, she, man. And she Maybe said that's why the fireflies keep losing. It's because Marlene's in charge. Yeah. And she, in episode one, she's like, we are incompetent. She says that. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, well, you know, right? Um, and she, I like, she's like, I'm the only other person that understands this, the weight of this choice. And I wonder, not to get too much to spoilers, if we'll see that conversation that they have that Marlene chooses to do. The thing that mm-hmm. she does, but you know, at this point, it's just like, damn, girl, this is this is bad. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Joel has that badass line where it's like, you'll just come after her, and he shoots her in the head. It's like he's right though. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. It's the 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 choice that Joel makes at the end of this episode is so bad, well, and I hate it for their relationship because it's gonna. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is interesting because you know I took I took ethics of video games last summer, and okay. we literally had a whole class about this. <laughs> Um, about that whole decision and stuff, and it was probably one of my best classes ever. <laughs> That's very you know, cool. um, but yeah, just it's crazy, and I love that the show has been able to revive this conversation again, and also let me have it with my dad because that was fun. You know, just mm-hmm. being able to, like this is something that I've been trying to figure out for the past what through four years, three years or so. And now I can talk about it with my family and you guys and friends and stuff. And it's so happy to be able to, just the show's out there. Like yeah. the story's out there. I think it's interesting that you mentioned the parents' perspective on the choice. I texted my mom after that. I was like, so what did you think about what Joel did? She was like, he did the right thing. <laughs> he was yeah, like, my if dad it was, was the same you thing. guys, then you know I yeah. would do exactly the same thing. And I think we have to know where Joel's coming from here. But I also just kind of can't forgive him for taking away that from Ellie because I, I, I'll get into the, the lie, I guess. Um, you know, she doesn't believe him. Oh, she does Okay, doesn't. I was going to ask about that. Do we think that she believes him or no? Because I was like, there's I think no she's way. She just, no way. She just wants <laughs> yeah. to believe him. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think that she knows that something really bad happened and that Joel loves her very much from the from the conversation they had about him taking his, almost taking his life. And it's just like, she's like, but at the end of the day, she's purposeless. You can see it on her face. She's like, so what do I do now, right? And the last person she has that cares about her is Joel. And she's like, you know, swear to me. And he still lies. And I think... It's a self-preservation on both sides. Yeah. In my mind, Joel yeah, wants yeah. to preserve that relationship. Ellie wants to also preserve the relationship. That's the only thing she has. That's the only thing she has. Yeah. And uh, uh, more than just a choice, I think that the worst thing that Joel did besides kill 40 people was lie to Ellie. I think yeah. that is just like, I, I, I think that's wrong and I do not support it. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. I, I feel like if he would have told her the truth then, things would have turned out much better but that's not what he did mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah cool i think so too i think at the beginning of the episode um ellie's mom lies to marlene about the time she was bitten mm. so it's like lying for the right reasons like she that's did lie about a, it and it was mm. dangerous but we're happy that she did because it turned out 
it turned out good. Mm. Um, but obviously, this is a lie that I'm like, no, this isn't like right reasons for Joel, maybe, but no. Yeah, no. I am so glad that the show is here and they did it. They fucking they really did it. Did this it. is this is how good the game is, and it's just as good. And I'm I'm happy that we have it like cemented in TV form for other people that you know don't play games, but mm-hmm. it's just. Just wow. I, I, I love this. I love this season. Yeah. I I mean, it's a usual video game adaptation, so people were, like, very skeptical going in, and we've had a good history. The last couple of, like, Cyberpunk, Sonic, even Castlevania, like, they've been really good. It, there's still a level of skepticism, and I was amazed. They really did a great job with this. Yeah. Um, just as good as... Like, honestly, it's a, one of those things where recommending it to a friend, I depending on you know whether or not they own console game have the money to do so i could recommend the show just as much as the game but also they're both different enough that each one like i'm about to go replay part one because of the changes and stuff that they've kind of made with the show i want to re-experience the show or the game and have a different perspective on that story both of them are still able to exist in this world and it's awesome i love they're so different Right, because if it was this, just the same story, which kind of is, but you know, if it's just this beat for beat same story, there would be no point. And I think you know, from writing, from production design, this—if you ever play the game or see screenshots from the game—it looks so even good. just the environment is just the exact same. So from writing, production design, acting, you know, music, everything—it's just like mm-hmm. ten out of fucking ten. Well, maybe <laughs> not ten out of ten, but yeah, yeah it's, it's funny, Neil was talking about in one of the spoiler casts he did he was like yeah craig kept sending me texts of like dude it's it's like it's joel and ellie because craig is just as big of a fan right Mm -hmm. and so they were just constantly like oh my gosh your creations come to life and they really did it yeah yeah awesome i think there's a lot of um frustrating bullshit that gets in the way of telling stories the way that people want to tell them like straight from the writers Mm -hmm. and I think that there's an aspect of them coming from games that already had a big fan base um, where they were able to come in and be like no 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 we're not gonna you know they didn't have to put up with um, somebody who doesn't get the writing who's trying to market it better they didn't have to put up with any of that. They were like, it's going to be dark. It's going to be gritty. That's the whole point of it. We've proven that people love it. So we're just going to bring it in. And I think that really allowed them to to really like control it and do it their own way. And that's what makes it so good. Yeah. It, they had like the best setup from the get go. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you said. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it was kind of impossible for it to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I can only hope for other game adaptions or just adaptions from books or anything can have that amount of, you know, just understanding and you just need a good setup, right? If you have people that love the source material, if you have the creator of the actual source material, like, yeah. come on. This yes, is, exactly. It's yeah. so frustrating when you have something that like really is 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 super good or or someone who has a really, really good idea and it gets put in the hands of somebody who doesn't know what they're doing or they're yep. trying to. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a mismarketing and it's just the biggest like, oh my gosh, if I made a show, you work that hard on it. And then um, it's just like the marketing people and some miscommunication that yeah. allows it to like totally not get <laughs> mm-hmm. received in the right way. And so I'm really glad that didn't happen. Yeah, um, for sure. Having Neil on it was like, it's, uh, I think about this a lot with like my least favorite adaptations and how they didn't have the creator or the writer or whatnot on there, it's amazing how much of a difference it makes. So yeah. it's really shown. I have a question. Do you know the story of part two? 
No. So this is the one. So part this part one, I knew like the ending of it. Right. Um, but part two, I really know nothing. I'm going to be super careful not to yeah. learn anything about it. And I won't do anything. But we'll what are your predictions? So I honestly, I really have like almost nothing. So it's going to be from what I can tell, I guess, I would assume that it's um, it's like, um, well, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. I don't really know. Is it is it about uh, Ellie's? Is it still about Ellie or is it new characters? Yeah, it's same okay. basic characters. Okay, so it's just like, well, I assume I know this lie is going to come out. I know that. Like, mm. and that's going to be bad. Um, I think she'll find out about that. And I don't know. I don't know what else to predict beyond that. Cool. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I think maybe they'll head back to Tommy's place is what I would think that they would do. Um, yeah. That's what I would do. <laughs> Where else are you going to go? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, it's definitely a lot going on it's way bigger and it's mm-hmm. just you know I'm, I'm excited and it apparently yeah. it's going to be more than one season for the yep. second game which oh okay um which i maybe we'll have i'm not sure if i want to have a conversation with you about our predictions for how part two is going to work out or whether on air or not yeah but i have some cool theories with that yeah i think i here's the deal this i know that they said this won't be like a six season show but like I feel like the story of part two, they can do in one season if they just have more episodes. Yeah. So I'm kind of worried hmm. about how they're going to put different things together because, you know, the first game, and like, as we can see, it has a lot of story. The second game has maybe twice as much, but, you know, they also only have nine episodes in the first season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, they might do more characters like uh, Kathleen and... Um, That's what I'm most excited about, to be honest, is being able to get a different perspective on some of the characters in mm-hmm. part two and also new characters in part two that maybe were in the game and didn't get a lot of screen time or just completely new. Yeah. Because there's a lot of characters in part two that deserve that. Yeah, there's so many. And that's why I'm happy that they're extending it past the first or but they're past they're extending it past one season. Okay, I can I can see that. And there also we might get stuff that was supposed to be in the game that wasn't, mm-hmm. right? Like the whole actually I'll discuss this stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One I have two questions. Um did so for people that played the game, um this was kind of a solo thing and then years later it was announced that there was a sequel. Do you think the fact that season two is already going to be coming in like maybe the next year or two, did that have any effect on your interpretation? Like about the impact of the ending of this season? Like, did it make it? Oh, I see. Because I know there's going to be a continuation. Yeah. So you're asking? Okay. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't. That was a thing of like, wow, this is Um, the end of the story. I don't think so. Because the ending is so solid. Like you really could leave it there. It's not like, Mm -hmm. like they didn't leave us on like a cliffhanger really um um so no i think it's pretty solid i don't i don't think um like there were certain things like i knew there was gonna be season two so i was like oh joel's gonna live like when he got stabbed i was like he's gonna live like there were things like that but not the ending no 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 it was still really impactful good and i'm so glad they did it like just as just as like close to the game because yeah like you said it could have ended here right we know that ellie doesn't believe him well we some people see, like yeah. some people like to say yeah. no. She she does okay, <laughs> but like we know he doesn't. She doesn't believe him, and we know that this will have future consequences for them. But they're at Tommy's; they can stay there forever. And you know, maybe they do live happily ever after. Who knows, right? I feel like you could leave it there, mm-hmm. but you know, we do get a season two and and a season three, basically. Yeah, and you know that 
Who knows? Who knows what happened? <laughs> you yeah. have a second question. Oh, um, oh, did you think that were you convinced of Joel and Ellie's relationship by the end of it? Like oh, that they hell were. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! You can't, you can't fake something like that. And if anything, that there's a um, with the season two, like I don't know when they'll be filming it. Later this but, year. Yeah, okay. So, like, they already have, um, they already are such a um, unit as real people, just as actors. Mm-hmm. I think that that'll be even more convincing in, in season two. Um, but no, they did a terrific job. Um, yeah. This is funny because I started rewatching episodes of the, or moments of the first episode. I'm like, wow, they really, and especially the recap before I end, I'm like, they have really have grown to mm-hmm. get, like, yeah. yeah. I, that was my first problem. Or not problem, sorry. Like, w- biggest worry going into this was like, oh, if you're not playing as Joel, are they still going to have that same connection? And I feel like they did that really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Do you still like Joel? Um, I do. I do. I think that... Um, and how much of that is Pedro Pascal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also a question. <laughs> I think that, obviously, like, the decision he made, I'm not... I'm not um, I mean, we already... We just talked about it. I don't agree with it. I think that it was, like, really shitty to just... To just like kind of uh, pretend with with Ellie because then you don't respect the person either. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so I don't agree with it. But no, I still as a character, he's still like really likable. And if anything, actually, he's more likable now because um, the more vulnerable he is, the more I care about him. Um, so yeah, I still like Joel a lot. Sweet. Yeah. 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 But Ellie's my favorite, though. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie all yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. And then Henry and Sam, unfortunately, they weren't around long enough. Yeah. But in one episode, like, all, all the characters who were around for a very short time, hmm. they were so good. Yeah, they were so good. Yeah. Well, this is Still why, my favorite episode. I'm that, so yeah, curious. I think so too. Yeah. I'm just so curious if they do, like, a like a Tales of the Last of Us thing because they've been able to develop all of these characters in just one episode. Yeah. If they just had, like, an own spinoff show where they can just build up characters yeah. and show different perspectives of this world. Oh, I would love that. And I think Factions is probably going to do that, too. We had this conversation with Crane right. about spinoffs, and I do not think that's a good idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Maybe we shouldn't rehash that. Yeah, but I, I, hey, I would be I would be sat on HBO on Sunday night for that. Exactly. Well, so. I mean, it's I, I'm happy to get any more of The Last of Us, mm-hmm. so cool. Um, I want to know, like, what is what is one reason for both of you to convince somebody to play the game? Instead of watch the, yeah, for yeah. someone that's already watched the show, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I think because of the changes to the show, I think that the reason I watched the show is because I love the source material so much, right? Mm-hmm. And I can really connect it with that. And I was excited to see what they would change and if they could still capture the same, you know, the same essence with the show. And I think if you watch the show and you play the games, I think I would recommend the games. They're a little scarier because you actually have to right. be the people. <laughs> and I have to you have to actually use your own skill so yeah. you die maybe a million times. But I still think that you'll still be invested enough and still mm-hmm. find enough new story and different bits because there's a lot, especially with the gameplay, that mm-hmm. you will still enjoy the story. You'll still get that same essence of The Last of Us, but you'll in you know, in the end get a totally completely new experience. Very cool. Yeah, that's basically my answer of just you have a new perspective on it and I, I will argue that having a 
playability aspect of it can sometimes change your impressions of the story. But also, this is a story that deserves being re-experienced multiple times. I've personally played through the game a couple times, and now even just re-experiencing the story from a show perspective, I've gotten more out of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's just... It, it's a story that deserves getting multiple glances at. Very cool. Yo, Very I... It's an ungodly amount of times that I played the first game and the second game. It's, 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 yeah. I'm, how do I put this? <laughs> I'm going to be playing through part two and I am so excited and it is so hard for me to play through that game, if I'm being honest. So I'm really excited. But so, yeah. Me too. Our favorite episode is episode five. Uh huh. Right? I still think my, ep yeah, favorite, Which favorite is five. episode. Mm -hmm. Is it still three? I think three was really, this really is so good. tough because yeah. three hit me on such a different level that I wasn't expecting. Um, and when I look back of like what made the show so special, the show so special for me, I do think of episode three a lot. And I, <laughs> I would say still episode three, episode eight, probably second, and then episode um, five. And then past that, I, I could figure it out. But those are the top yeah. three. Yeah. Five, one, because that was such a good like, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, this it is. Was. <laughs> um, and then um, episode um, eight is like third one, I think. I think, um, yeah, episode five, because it was just, it was so good. I think that all the actors in that one, something was just different that day. No, like, was, yeah. I just, it was just, yeah. So I think that's my, that's my first favorite. I think second favorite is episode three, because that's just, I mean, it was so, like, fantastic. And what I, what I liked about it is that it was so different from all the rest of the episodes. Like, the way it was, yeah. the way it was shot and, like, flashbacks and flash forwards. And um, I thought it was really, really cool. And then a third I gotta like remember, <laughs> like which which parts were which. I'm not sure. Maybe my maybe my third favorite is episode one. It was really good. So I remember the grandma freaking out in the background. That was so good. Like it was the most like that in episode five and I guess episode eight to an extent. But it was like the most intense shit. And like I feel like the whole outbreak thing that they did in mm -hmm. episode one was mm -hmm. so good. I'm I might go back. Okay, yeah. maybe episode. <laughs> episode one is You're selling spectacular. Me. I what was so good about episode one is it's like yeah, basically what you said of like finishing that one. I was like, holy shit, they're doing it. Like this is this is the Last of Us, and it's different enough that I'm still getting surprised by every little thing, um, and like the little things that they do with the fans. Right, I still remember that moment where the car's about to hit them and then, and then it doesn't, it. and you're like, wait, but that's not. And then the fucking plane comes down. And you're like, whoa, that didn't happen <laughs> in the game. Like, just being able to set that up for new viewers and returning viewers, I was amazed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm sorry to keep dragging this horse along, but um, <laughs> I had a question. Mm -hmm for you um I mean this is why you're <laughs> like a new perspective yeah. of the last of us you know we're obviously diehard fans they mm -hmm. could pretty much do anything oh, I know so, what I want to yeah. ask what did you think about so in the game there's a lot of infected right mm -hmm. you had to kill them a lot um, what did you think about the lack of the infected here? Do you feel like you wanted more uh, of that? Are you talking about the finale episode or overall? Uh, overall. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah it's true There. there isn't a lot in there but it, it didn't bother me because I understand like the point of the game and like the name of it, The Last of Us, it's about the people who are left, not really the zombies. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, I didn't think it was an issue. I think, and I, and here's the other thing is that the infected that we did get in the show 
were like so creative and they were different every single time. Mm -hmm. So it was like you're first introduced to them and then uh, Tess's death with that whole thing that happened at the end of that episode. And then still. Um, the, and then like this toddler baby and the, um, and the bloater. And so they were all like different enough that they were all very memorable. So you're right, even though there's not a ton of them in each, um, like in the overall um, uh, plot, um, no, I don't think it was. I don't think it was lacking. It, it still like they were. They were very clearly still a threat, even when they weren't there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, Neil is pretty much said because of the success of season one, um, there will be more infected. They'll have more of a budget, and they'll be able to put more infected in season two. I think that they've heard that criticism, and they want to fix that. Um, so I think that also kind of helped out. I definitely. This is interesting because seeing this story kind of happened like this. This is still season, like this feels more like a season one and then season two is gonna be even bigger, more infected, bigger store, I don't know. Sequel's always bigger. Sequel's always bigger, but now we're gonna really feel that. Yeah, and I, I think it's funny you say bigger budget because they had like fucking yeah I know right <laughs> was this more expensive than the Lord of the Rings show yeah okay no wait that that was more expensive but okay this was this like, was like second or third yeah, I think was... it beat out no it was less expensive than House of the Dragon I think that was second because I was like what ten billion per episode yeah and Pedro Pascal got paid like six hundred thousand dollars each episode here which. That's well a lot deserved. of money. Well deserved. Yeah, hope Bella gets that that pay raise in the sex season because she deserves mm. it. And mm. It's good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they totally deserve it. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what they'll do with all that money. They're pretty young, but. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, like yeah, Put that away. the same age as us. Put that away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy a yeah. house. That was interesting. <laughs> seeing an interview with, uh, yeah, with Bella, just like they'll be able to act more their age if that makes sense and people still think that bella like coming across them at like different events and stuff mm. they still think that she's 14 which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah but now nah. i've seen a little bit of criticism it's like you should change out bella because she doesn't no. look older and i'm like she's like 19 years old we're I actually years old. so i actually did have a little bit of that of like oh she doesn't necessarily look like i have a i have faith and I think Bella's performance is so good that they should keep her no matter what. I'm curious what they do to make her look a little bit more aged because there's a big difference between Last of Us Part 1 Ellie yeah. in the game. Like, I love seeing, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's like a month or like a, video. a GIF video thing of the aging Ellie. And they really did a good job. And I'm curious what they're going to do to make Ellie different in the show, like older at least. And maybe they don't do anything. I feel like with Joel's makeup, at least, I mentioned this earlier, from episode one, he they did, so young. They did age him really, yeah. really well. Yeah. <laughs> and with here, he's like, fucking old. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> They'll be able to do it. Yeah. And they they do, like, I think they do, like, de-age Bella with the clothing choices and, like, you know, oh, other yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. And she's already kind of short and, like, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hm. I'm excited. Yeah. This is tough. I'm I'm curious if we end up maybe we'll wait until season two is coming up, but maybe we should do like a our expectations for part two and how it's all gonna work out season two. I will spoil it, so Well that's my thing. It would be a full like this is a uh, spoiler filled expectations for those who have played the game. Maybe we'll we'll see. Oh okay. Because I, I would love to have that conversation. Yeah, same. But we'll I can't do it right now. I No, no, yeah. well we won't do it right now. We've already been recording for I think it's an hour and a half. really, really cool that um 
I have such a unique experience with this show. It's so much fun. Like, I get to talk to you guys, which are such huge fans. Like, you have a tattoo, which I think, which I didn't <laughs> know about until, like... Don't worry, later. I've been figuring out the, the Firefly symbol. I think I'm going to get that so Oh, hard. wow. Yeah, oh, so, shit. yeah, huge fans of it. And getting to talk with you guys was really fun and really interesting. And then also the fact that it's, like, kind of, like, hilariously also in Salt Lake City at the end. It was just kind of, like, kind of funny. I think yeah. that's kind of rad. Um we have a sure. unique experience with it for sure. Ties it all together. Yeah. And they're from like Austin area, Dallas. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah. Hey, that's where no, I'm from. Totally. Yeah, no. That's why you went to the U, isn't it? That's oh, yeah, for sure. That's, <laughs> the reason. that's a poetic, poetic ending cool. of your uh-huh. own thing. Yeah. I really appreciate recording with you guys. Mm. Yeah, same. Mm. Yeah. Excited for next season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, on. we'll still be here. But I, oh I think it'll come I out. I forgot about that actually. Oh, right? true. I guess we could just hop in a Discord mm. call and record it that way. I'll figure it out. It comes out supposedly like 2024. Oh, really? It's supposed to be. Okay, here, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. And thank you guys so much for listening to us ramble on about our love for this show and the game and everything around it. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening and. Yeah, I think this will conclude it for a little bit, at least the CGC Reacts stuff. I can't think of anything else coming out that we'd really want to talk about like this. So, uh, yeah, not really. Um, like I said before, make sure to check like Wishful Thinking. We've got Creed 3 stuff coming out soon. Check the website for uh, reviews and stuff coming out. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and uh, TikTok and all of that. Twitter. And Twitter. Twitter. We, have a, <laughs> we have a poll going right now that should last all week. Um, about what you preferred. Um, Cool. Uh, And yeah, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys next time.